Do you love maple syrup? Ever thought of making your own? Blaine's Farm and Fleet makes it easy with just a few key items. Stop in today for some friendly advice and all the supplies you need to tap and gather your sap. The state is making another investment in Wisconsin's meat processing industry. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. The most recent allocation is $10 million to the Meat and Poultry Supply Chain Resiliency Grant Program. The money comes from ARPA dollars, and meat processors can apply for grants of up to $150,000. I'm on the line with Kevin Ladwig, a member of the Meat Industry Caucus. He's also with Johnsonville Sausage. Kevin, first, what does this money mean to the industry? Yeah, good morning, Stephanie. Thanks for having me. Uh, I would just say that whenever you have a day where the governor has committed another $10 million in grant monies to your industry, it's a, it's a fantastic and a great day. So we're very pleased with Governor Evers and his, his administration that they've committed another $10 million on top of a $5 million endorsement and monies for talent development uh, recently. So, uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, the industry certainly needs it. It's a very capital-intensive industry, Stephanie, so it's very much welcomed and I think another show of support from the administration. And as you said, it's needed, and that reminds me to reflect on past dollars. So the first $200,000 that was made available to meat processors went to five processors, but the grant program got 100 applications requesting more than $4.4 million. So it sounds like this $10 million might make up for that and then some. I think that's right. I, I think you may even see this time around because the dollars are a bit more, and this is $150,000 that has to be matched, uh, of course, by the processor. So I think you may even see more than 100 applicants. You know, we have about 500 meat processors in the state, so about 20% applied last time. I think because the dollars are more and there's such a pent-up demand, as we saw last time, I think 100 applicants can certainly be lapped this time around and I think, again, that just goes to show you that there's certainly great demand uh, for our products and certainly great demand for more funding for the industry. Kevin, what role did the Meat Caucus have? Did the Meat Caucus have a say? Did they make suggestions to the administration about how to allocate these dollars? Yeah, the Meat Caucus has been, um, you know, maybe the loudest voice in terms of what the needs of the industry are, Stephanie. So we're quite pleased with the progress that we've made. So we continue to meet and certainly get endorsements from a lot of our elected officials. This is an important industry in the state. It employs you know, over, um, uh, over 100,000 people. It's a large industry. It's a growing industry. So the Meat Caucus continues to share our story about how important the industry is, how it's a great place to have a career. So we certainly need more talent, and that was part of the original $5 million that came in for talent development. So we continue to talk about that. And work very closely with DATCAP, for that matter, helping to put some of these programs together to help recruit and retain more members, more talent for the industry, along with now the grant dollars. So it's really been a great partnership, and we continue to look forward to the rest of the year. Let's talk more about that Meet Talent program. $5 million to help attract students to meet careers, also give financial support to students. Have you gotten any responses on that program, I know it's been a little too early to talk progress, but have you gotten any anecdotal responses to how that program is working? 
Well, it is too early because we're just putting the pieces together. But I would tell you there's a lot of excitement in the industry because we all need more talent. There's not a processor out there that I know of that is not looking for more people and more talent, whether it be a small processor or a large processor and anything in between. So we we need more people, uh, simply said. So a lot of excitement around maybe this could be a relief valve to bring in more talent. And, you know, quite honestly, Stephanie, the industry is a great place to have a career. And uh, I can just share from Johnsonville standpoint, um, we continue to look for more talent. We think it's a great place to have a career and have a family supporting job and, and position. And um, I think as we lap into the second half of the year, I think you'll be hearing more about the talent development. We're going to have a website that's going to certainly be out there to educate uh, potential employees as well as probably post positions that would be available from the various processors in their in their geography. And we can use this as really a kind of a self-serve system to help attract more talent. Well, we'll certainly look forward to, to that coming online. I'm excited to see that. Kevin, what else is the Meatcock is up to, though, aside from helping out with getting these grant programs rolling? What else is the Meatcock is up to? How often are you meeting? What do discussions look like? Yeah, we've been meeting about once uh, once every two months, uh, Stephanie, just to keep things alive and well. Maybe the thing I can mention as well that we're quite excited about is is the Meat Caucus, along with two other organizations uh, in the state. This is the Wisconsin Livestock and Meat Council and WAMP, which is Wisconsin um, Meat Processors Association, have gotten together. So these three organizations, and we're going to have a fall conference. This conference will be in October. And it'll be a chance for all three organizations to get together. We're going to do a bit of uh, networking. There'll be a bit of recruitment retention. There'll be students invited in to understand more about the industry. And we'll talk about some key themes, such as talent and how we can get more of it. And also the other working groups out there. There's a lot of livestock groups in the state which are quite active. We want to invite them in because, you know, quite honestly, this has to be a network that works together. Uh, Livestock producers need more meat processing, right? That's kind of the outlet for their animals. And we all have to work together and act. So if one part of the supply chain falls down, then everything kind of falls down. So we're stronger together, and we want this conference to be kind of a coming together uh, so the industry can be even stronger. So that's another thing the the caucus has been working on is trying to form uh, this coalition, if you will, to have a stronger industry and a stronger industry voice across the state. Is the Meat Caucus, is this an evergreen uh, group? Do you have a timeline yeah, one of the things I think we've learned, Stephanie, is that, you know, to be effective or as effective as we can be as an industry, that we need a continual um, uh, voice across uh, across the state to help share our story and to help kind of align the industry. So we are in discussions right now in terms of what the future holds. Uh, the caucus is the newer of the three organizations I mentioned, and we have to figure out kind of how all three kind of work together and what that maybe future state looks like. So we are working on that as well. And at uh, end of the day, I think whatever we come up with, it's going to align and it's going to lead to probably a stronger voice and a stronger industry than what we have today. All right, Kevin, I want to shift gears now to talk Johnsonville. You know, how are things going uh, in Johnsonville, uh, especially amidst, you know, supply chain inflation and some of those other challenges facing meat processors that we've already talked about? Yeah, very challenging environment today uh, between, uh, we mentioned labor, uh, certainly, but a lot of other input uh, costs have gone up. There's been supply chain issues and everything from our, our consumables like spices and packaging materials 
uh, to equipment. So it's certainly a challenging environment uh, in order to fulfill uh, what consumers and customers are looking for. But I can tell you the demand has never been higher. So the silver lining here is that demand for our products, and I think this is true of most processors across the state, is certainly remain robust. So that's that's very encouraging. Uh, I think as we get to the back half of this year and into 2023, we're expecting some relief. Um, and I can tell you that, you know, our sales uh, for this year are simply going to be limited to what we can make. If we can make more, we could sell more. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the supply chain issues as well as probably some labor and some talent shortfalls that we have across our facilities. But, um, you know, we're, we're certainly looking forward to the future. And I think with some relief, I think um, I think 2023 would be a much better year. Certainly some good news there. Is now your peak season as we approach Memorial Day weekend, kicking off the summer? It really is. So our, our two biggest holidays, of course, would be the one coming up, Memorial Day as well as Fourth of July. They kind of flip-flop year to year uh, in terms of which one's one or two. Uh, a lot of it depends on the weather, of course. Uh, Labor Day is a bit more muted, but there's a lot of other holidays and spikes that we see uh, across the, the year as well. So it's certainly... A, a time that we're selling more product and people are getting out their grills and, and getting ready for the big holiday coming up. Uh, but quite honestly, Stephanie, with our food service international business, um, the, the business we have today is not nearly as seasonal uh, as what it used to be. So we've been able to diversify our business and sell products in other places that simply don't have the, the spikes that we might have in the Midwest or the United States. Kevin Ladwig joins us with a response to the latest round of main industry funding in Wisconsin. He also gives us a look at the challenges and opportunities Johnsonville Sausage is facing heading into their busy season. Ladwig also sits on the Meat Industry Caucus. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff. Every part of your vehicle serves a purpose, especially your tires. When they aren't right, it makes a big difference in safety. So, find great deals on trusted brands of automotive and specialty tires for farm machinery, utility vehicles, and more at Blaine's Farm and Fleet.